city sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. In the air, there's a feeling of Christmas. Children laughing, people passing, meeting smile after smile. All right. Well, welcome back to another episode of Shadows in the Cave. This is episode four, I believe. And my name is Edo Zelos, and I'm very happy to be here uh, another week. And before we get going here with this particular episode, I wanted to thank everybody who's listened so far and provided me with some feedback. Um, I've gotten nothing but encouraging and positive feedback. Thank you for that. And we're now on iTunes. So if you want to subscribe to the show, you could do it do it through iTunes and do rate and review our show. And, um, you know, uh, please do that because it helps our um, <clears throat> it helps our algorithm with the show or whatever. And um, I, I already have some reviews up there, which I'm very thankful for. So thank you for those people that have already rated and reviewed our show. Um, and. If you want to reach me for any questions, I'm at Dead Boy Lost in LA on Instagram, and I'm also on Pedro Nunez on Facebook, um, which I rarely go on anymore, anyways. But I will just for you. So, um, so yeah. So last week we talked about COVID and all the adjustments that our life has required uh, with these times, right? So. Today, to piggyback a little bit on that, because they're kind of interconnected, we're going to talk on what we call the holiday blues. That's right. It seems like a lot of people get depressed during the holiday season, which I spans from like November up into January 1st. And there's a lot of reasons for that, and we're going to get to them. But no matter the reason, bottom line is that it happens. And I know it happens to a lot of people listening right now. And I'm very sorry to hear that, and, and I empathize with you because it's hard when everybody around you is so cheerful, right, for these for this season, and here you are with this cloud over your head, and, you know, a lot of times we don't even know why. Because I know, I mean, sometimes when we're lonely, um, you know, I know a lot of us are spending the holidays alone, especially this year, um, but in general... With or without COVID, there's a lot of people that don't have any families, and they're and and they're consumed by all this information. And I, I've talked about it in the past how um, uh, us as a community, it's a systemic community. That means that all of us influence each other, right? Whether we want to, whether we want to recognize it or not, that's what's going on. 
and as a community of people, um, we have an effect on each other and vice versa. So when we're getting bombarded with all this information about what we should be doing for the holidays, what how we should be um, feeling for the holidays, which is really the one that hurts the most, um, it's almost like we're, we're not only letting ourselves down, we're also learning, uh, letting our communities down, letting our social circle down. And that only adds to the shame of being depressed through the holidays. So we're going to get into a few reasons as to why, and then we're also going to do the usual um, interventions as to how we could cope with the, with, with the holiday blues. So I guess right out of the bat, um, there's some uh, b- brain chemistry that happens with with this time of year, and a lot of it is connected to the fact that it gets dark like at fucking 4 o'clock, right, p.m. or whatever. I like it. That's my thing. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm all I'm all about that. I mean, any starting from like October 1st to like January 1st, that's my bag. That's the season that I love. Not only is my birthday somewhere in there, not only is Halloween somewhere in there, which is probably, you know my favorite holiday to celebrate. Um, I've really, really embraced the Christmas season as well and the Thanksgiving season. And you know, at my job. I usually take like three weeks off work then during December because I love the, 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 the cold weather. I love, you know, the fact that it gets dark so early and I love just sleeping, sleeping in sometimes, you know, and I know I'm fucking weird. Deal with it. Um, but that's what I love. Right now, you put me in the summertime. <laughs> ask any of my friends how I feel about the summertime. Fuck the summertime. Uh, but I really, really love this season. Okay. And I really come to love the Christmas season. I used to be indifferent about Christmas. I mean, I've always enjoyed uh, this time of year for the weather. And, 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 you know, again, like I said earlier, how it gets darker or whatnot. And, you know, there's a lot of overcast days, which I also love. Um, but I was never really a particular big fan of Christmas. I mean, it was there. And when I was younger, I would party with my friends and then I would be with my family. But I think... Having nieces and raising my nieces from a uh, very young age, um, I got two teenage ones now, and then I still have a baby. She's eight, and another one that's ten. You, you, you know, I, I, I grew to appreciate it because, you know, it, it, the Christmas season, uh, you know, living vicariously through them, you know, almost gave me a second childhood, right? Especially because my childhood was filled with a lot of trauma, so it's almost like I got to relive it. And also got to see my parents, which, you know, they didn't do the best job raising me or my siblings, but they're making up for it now, raising my nieces. So just over the last few years, uh, being being home with my family for Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning and seeing doing the whole presents thing with my nieces and just um, giving into that holiday cheer. It's almost like me and my family got a second chance to get it right. And, and, and I really, really, really appreciated that, especially over the last five to eight years. It's just been magical. And so I've really fallen in love with this time of year because everything I love about it, plus, you know, my family getting to celebrate Christmas the right way. So and of course, like I said last week, you know, within my existential philosophy, I mean, understanding how temporary and how 
finite these moments are only makes me appreciate them even more because I know there's going to be a day where I won't have that anymore. You know, people die, folks. So that's going to happen one day with my family. It's going to happen with everyone. And I really, really appreciate the moments we have now. And it just puts a big smile on my face. So I'm a big fan of this season. But again, that's not for everyone. So there's there, there's a lot of brain chemistry that happens when it gets dark early. You know, we we our, our dopamine levels lower and our serotonin kind of, um, it, could, it could go up or down, but it definitely has a mood stability um, factor to it. So a lot of people uh, have what's called seasonal affective disorder or SAD. And I don't know why the DSM-5, I don't know if they're trying to be, uh, uh, you know, ironic with that, but it just came out to SAD, right? Seasonal Affective Disorder, which is a real disorder, and, you know, we diagnose it. Um, and that's pretty much, the, the, the person pretty much understands that they're going to feel shitty for that season, but with the idea that it's been diagnosed, they get the proper treatment, and... They, they, you know, when the seasons change, they feel better. But what about when it's situational, right? What about when it has nothing to do with brain chemistry? Now, everything, everything has to do with brain chemistry because when we're sad, our brain chemistry is different than when we're happy. I'm just saying when we don't need the medication, um, you know, when, 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 when uh, we're, we're, we're depressed during these times and it's trauma-based, right? So maybe something happened to us. Maybe we lost somebody we love during the holidays. And, and it's never going to be the same. You know, maybe we broke up with someone um, before the holidays and we're writing it out with that pain and that grieving process. Um, you know, there's a lot of people, again, that have, for whatever reason, either they're estranged from their family due to disagreements or they've pretty much lost their family that leads to a lot of depression during the holidays, right? Um, and also, um, you know, now with COVID, now I'm not going to get into the whole COVID deal because we did an entire episode last week on COVID. But let's just say that COVID adds another layer, another challenge to an already stressful period of the year for a lot of people. And then there's just the pre- the, the, the pressure of living up to expectations, there's you gotta you gotta go shopping for all the people that, that are in your life. You know, you, you there, there, there's is the time of year where 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 you have to keep up a role that uh, the expectation the expectation that people have of you, and sometimes our finances don't don't are not in sync with our expenses to provide people with gifts, right? And there's the pressure. Of providing people with quality gifts, all these things that are so materialistic and incredibly, you know, lead to this learn lead to this learned anxiety. That's that's really to me um, unnecessary, right? I mean, what happened to just being thankful that those people are still alive? What happened to the gifts being friendship or loyalty or family? I mean. For a lot of years, that's how I lived my life. I mean, I, you know, I've never really been the guy that gives a lot of gifts unless I'm feeling like, you know, 
uh, kind of spruzy at that time, but that that that, that doesn't happen very often. Uh, but because I've always felt like, I mean, we're here, you're here, I'm here. That's a gift. So, but that's the way I I thought for a long time, and then I realized that a lot of people don't think like that, and and they've stressed themselves out for an actual material gift, and that can lead to depression. Especially when when the person perceives uh, a lack of acknowledgement or a lack of gratitude from the other person that's getting the gift, right? And then there's like party planning, and then there's like family get-togethers that you know you have to see people you don't even like, you know, distant family, um, you know. So there's a lot. There, 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 there's, it's a it's a smorgasbord of like stressors that are that are at work here. And for all those reasons, um, you know, people have a hard time during the holidays. And I think, you know, with COVID, you add that other added layer of stress and it's almost unbearable for some people. And this is the time of year where suicidal ideation goes up considerably, more so this year than in other years, again, because of COVID, since people are already stressed out just over the last few months it's almost like the 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 holiday season is a breaking point because now they have to buy gifts and they lost their job because of covid so they don't have the finances to buy gifts so now you know they feel like failures even though it's not their fault so now what do you do right and um you know even people that have families this year a lot of people won't be able to see their families because of covid so you 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 you're you're working with that balance of I want to see my parents because they're older and they might not be there next year but I can't because of covid and I don't want to put them at risk. So what do I do here? So that the stress levels go up there, which leads to anxiety, which leads to depression. Um so yeah, so so there's a lot of things that are at work here and let's start to talk about let's start to break some of them down. If you if you're lonely during the holidays, it's 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 a tough deal because the information that you're processing from everybody around you makes you feel even more lonelier, makes you feel excluded from this communal experience that everybody else is having, right? I mean, it makes you feel completely worthless when everybody else is with their families, with their friends, and here you are spending the holidays alone. And when it comes to that, if possible, I suggest you reach out to someone. I suggest, you know, you start connecting with your friends and start redefining or redefining the holidays. Because, again, I, you know, my philosophy is always, you know, we give our life meaning. You know, a lot of a lot of these anxieties are learned anxieties from the social pressures that you face. Nobody's judging you for spending the holidays by yourself. You're judging yourself, right? Most people, if, you know, if you have the right social circle, will welcome you into into their 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 night of celebration, right? So I think it's important that if you have the means, you you accept the invitations from friends or even distant family, because I, I've worked with with a few patients where it's like they have nobody to be around during the holidays, yet. There's friends that reach out to them because they tell me the friends work through me and they're like, 
we would like so-and-so to come and have dinner with us for Christmas or even Thanksgiving so they won't feel so alone. But the person is too prideful. They're like, no, I'm we and, and and I think if somebody's expressing that love to you, which is very, very intimate, by the way. Um, so when somebody opens their door for you with their family for Christmas dinner, for Thanksgiving dinner, for New Year's Eve celebration, take that because it, it means a lot to that person extending that hand because that's something they're going to do every day. And it's also something to be, it's an honor to have that invitation, right, from somebody. So, but but the thing about it is, is that it helps your mental health because you're going to be around people that care about you. And that's going to go a long way. You know, and even if you don't want to do that, then stay in communication with people. You know, during COVID, people should have like like uh, Zoom parties or, or, or streaming parties. You know, go on Twitch and stream and, 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 and connect with the other people around you that, that maybe not have anywhere to go. With, with the Internet, the world has gotten smaller. So there's a lot of people that could connect through groups, through Twitch, through streaming through you know all kinds of social media platforms where they could have an activity for those times and get it and, and, and get through the times together so i suggest people look for that as well and and you know together you guys could get through the hump of, of the of the heaviness of the holiday um because here's the thing when we get depressed our brain wants to shut down right it doesn't give us the energy to do anything and what it what it's trying to do is trying to find validation for feeling the way it's feeling. So so that's why when we're sad, we go right for the for the sad songs, or we'll wallow in our misery and just ruminate the thoughts that led to our depression. And so it's constant, constant, constant. And so at that point, if you close the doors to to family or friends inviting you over for for the holidays or connecting with somebody on social media, you're only hurting yourself. Because you already feel shitty, so you're gonna validate that feeling by wallowing in that depression throughout the holidays, and it's the easiest thing to do. I get it, because it's almost like the validation kind of proves that you're kind of worthless or you don't belong with friends. And even though it's painful, it's it, it's what feels right. Whereas accepting an invitation from somebody or connecting with somebody through text or social media it it, it kind of um that that requires work and when we're depressed something worth uh working for is the last thing we want to do just because we don't have that energy but let me tell you right now it's worth it's worth the added um uh work so i suggest you guys do that um it helps and you know, I think everybody would be better off for that. So, but if you don't have those options, then redefine what the holidays mean to you. Now, that's very hard because, again, you're going against societal expectations. But with practice and with a little uh, um, uh, thought reframing, um, I think it's possible. You know, you could create your own traditions during the holiday. Whatever they may be, whatever you like to do as a person, you could treat yourself to that during the holiday season if you don't have people around you. You know, um, you could you could buy yourself a nice gift, right? You could, I mean, during COVID it's a little more difficult, but you could always go on a trip 
and visit a new country during this time. Although I wouldn't recommend it because I once went to Japan during uh, Thanksgiving week. And goddamn, was it hell on earth during that airport. I mean, I think I had a... They, I don't even want to tell you guys what I paid for parking just because they had me dead to rights. I mean, I couldn't... Uh, I had my car there. What was I going to do? Take it with me on the airplane? So I had to pay top dollar for parking. And that's because it was uh, the goddamn Thanksgiving week. All right? So um, I don't know if traveling is the right thing. Maybe just drive. Drive. Go drive. Take a long road trip. You don't have to, don't have to go to the airport for that because that's, that's another level of stress. Um, but, yeah, just redefine what the holidays mean to you. Uh, establish new traditions uh, reflective of your personality for the holidays. The, the key here with everything I've said, whether it's connecting with people on social media that are going through the same situation as you or friends on texts or calls or family members that open the doors to you or friends that open the doors to you or traveling or, or um, you know, buying yourself a nice gift is that it keeps you active. It keeps you in that constant state of doing something, and then it, it also uh, rewards you for it. And that's really the key. What I don't want people to do is just drop and not do nothing. Because at that point, like I said earlier, your brain is going to hurt itself. It's, it's going to validate that, that it's depressed and life fucking sucks. And then, you know, you could hurt yourself for that, or you could hurt others, or you're going to be in a very miserable state of mind for a long time. And that's something we don't want. You know, this is the time to, like, catch up with people. You know, sometimes we lose people in our lives that, you know, it, it wasn't a, an argument or a fight. It was just life. Well, well, this is the time to just call somebody and see how they're doing. And maybe even go out and have a cup of coffee with them. You know, the key is to, around the holiday season, really treat yourself with what you love to do. Make it about yourself and say, what do I what, what do I enjoy about life? You know, and if, if there's nothing that you do enjoy at the moment, maybe because of depression has nothing to do with, with, the, with the season, but more so a, a lifelong struggle, well, that's a different conversation. And we'll have a show for that. Right now we're just talking about uh, the gloom of, of, the sea, of the season and how it affects us when we're going through something else that, pop, that possibly created that depression. So, again, socializing and keeping busy, that's what's important. It keeps your mind active and do that. You know, plan ahead, plan activities during this time. You know, if you have some vacation time, maybe take the vacation and just relax around the house, do some chores. It's also very important that you keep up your your appearance as far as your hygiene and, and you know, uh, possibly wear like some nice clothing. I, I said, I said, um, last week during my COVID episode that wearing nice clothes, even though we have nowhere to go, enhances our self-esteem. What's the same thing? I mean, people that wallow in their, in their depression are going to not bathe for like weeks, right? And, and it's just going to, everything is all about uh, convincing yourself that it's okay to be that way, even though you feel like shit, right? And, and being okay is not even the right word. It just validates, it's more like validating that, being being depressed is, is how you should be, even though it's not okay. That's really what I meant. Um, so so yeah, you know, just socializing, keeping active, 
you know, like I said, treat yourself to that nice gift if you have the, the financial means. Um, you know, again, this is the time to rebuild yourself. You know, if, 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 if you have no one around you, this is the time to step back and say, what are my goals for the next year since the next year is around the corner? This is the time to plan and, and strategize and really convince yourself that you're going to have value the following year. Convince yourself that next year is going to be the opposite of whatever horrible year you had the previous year, right? If that was the case. And, you know, the beautiful thing about life is that we have a next day and a heartbeat. So if, if you got to sit there during the December, November, December months and write down all your goals, um, realistic goals, by the way, we don't want to go to the moon. Uh, you know, what we want to do is uh, better ourselves. All right. Um, you know, that, that it's okay to do that. And, and, and I think um, that keeps you busy and it keeps you looking forward to the future in a positive way. Right. Um, so that's a good time to do that. Um, Self-reflection is also important. What did I do wrong? What did I do right this year? And remember, when we're, when we're analyzing ourselves, please respect your strengths because everybody listening has strengths that they have to offer. The fact that you're alive, the fact that you're functional means that you have a strength, that you have resilience. Please don't ever forget that. So reflect on that. Reflect on how we're, we're, we're well-rounded individuals. We're not all bad or all good. And understand, what did I do right? Okay, that's good. Well, what can I do better? Well, let's, do, let's work on that next year. So that's a good, this is a good time to, to, to reflect on that rather than being there and, and you know, uh, going through this depression about, you know, the seasons and, and Christmas sucks and this or that. I mean, I'm not trying to convince you to like Christmas or Thanksgiving or any of these uh, holiday seasons. That, that's not what I'm trying to do. You could be, I, I understand why people hate them. There's practical reasons to hate them. You know, it's a lot. There's a lot of materialistic attitudes during this time of year. I get it. My goal is for you not to take it personal, internalize it, and turn it into a depression that's gonna immobilize you. That's really what we're talking about here. So, and some of the things that you could write down is our gratitude. If you look deep down, if you search deep down within your gut, there's always something to be grateful for. And I felt I found that, you know. Thinking and being uh, grateful for what you do have rather than what you don't have often leads to positive results. I mean, I do it all the time. It works for me, um, and I know it's worked for other people as well. So even if you have to sit there and write down all the things you, you're grateful for, which, by the way, could start with something as simple as I have the ability to write. I, literally, I'm writing this right now. That I'm grateful for having the ability to write. I'm grateful for being able to think about being able to write. That's two things right there. So it gets you going. Because I don't want to hear none of this, oh, I don't have nothing to be grateful for. That's a very negative attitude. And a lot, and a lot, and a lot of this getting over the, the holiday blues has to do with reframing your thoughts. So there's a lot of tough love here involved. Because we have to be able to reframe our thoughts and be able to w be willing to re rethink our narrative, you know. I mean, a lot of people um, are are in a negative state of mind 
because that is the narrative that they've accepted about themselves. Not everyone now. There's people that have to that have to process trauma, right? And there's people where it's it's a brain chemistry issue with the reason they feel depressed. I'm not talking about people in that situation. But there's a, there's a big number of people that have decided that their narrative is going to be that of depression. And a lot of times when I'm working with patients, I'm like, well, you've tried everything else. All things being equal, aren't you tired of being in that role? And a lot, and most of the times, all the times, really the answer is yes. Well, then if that's the case, then let's try something different. Let's try to reframe our thoughts. Let's, time to, let's try to put ourselves in a positive outlook. So I'm digressing here, but the point of all this is that when you're being grateful, when you're expressing gratitude, a lot of us have a lot to be grateful for, you know, and this idea that you're going to sit there and tell me I have nothing to be grateful for. Well, then I'm going to challenge you right back and say, I know you're lying. I guarantee you're lying about that. And that's why it's, it's, it's helpful to write down gratitude and then read it back to yourself and then understand that. That's yours to keep. Whatever you're gra- you're grateful for is yours to keep, and that helps you, and, and it'll help you understand the, the 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 situation you're in a little better. So I think that's another strategy. Um, one of the, another one that's very cliche, but it works, and really it's it's fundamentally one of the healthiest things you could do, you know, and that's be of service to others, you know, help out others. During this time, because I guarantee you, just like I guarantee you that there's something you're going to be grateful for, I guarantee you or your money back that if you do something for other people, you, you're you not going to feel like shit. Because having fulfillment in a day goes a long way with depression. Remember, a lot of the depression is built on the idea that we have nothing to get up for, right? Not all depression, but a lot of it. So helping someone else, whether whether it's going to an animal shelter, which is something that I'm planning to do, by the way, because I've never done that. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm an animal lover. So I'm planning to possibly do that in 2021. But there's a lot of things. There's a lot of volunteering opportunities for everyone. You have that you have that sense of fulfillment when you do that stuff. I mean, it's so deep because. You, you, you're 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 helping your fellow man. You know you're helping other people overcome their difficulties, whatever the case may be. And so that brings a huge sense of accomplishment and fulfillment to your day, whereas you don't have to search for it because you've already done it. And it 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 really it's a very rewarding feeling, you know. And I hope everybody gets to experience it at one time or another. And that's something that you could do. And again, the brain can't do two things at once. So when you're doing that, it's not going to focus on, on on the holiday blues because it's not going to have time to or, or even the ability to because you, you got to focus on, on your volunteering. So that's really what it's going to focus on because that's in the moment. So it's not going to it's going to help you in the long run. Um, bottom line is this. Don't feed into the depression because you 
when when we're when we're going through a depression, it, it it'll rob it'll try to rob you of everything. It'll try to rob you of your accomplishments. It'll try to rob you of your self respect. It'll try to put you in a state of dominance, complete dominance. And that's something you can't allow. And like I said earlier, there's a lot of this you could control. The narrative is yours to change. So don't sit there and give in to the societal expectations. Why why do my neighbor have that and I don't have that? Or you know, I feel like a loser because everybody's out there celebrating and I'm here. Think about how that sounds. Think, think about how the judgment is coming from, from the inside. Right? Those neighbors ain't judging you or, or, or people around you ain't judging you. So don't focus on that. Focus on what you could do to establish your own traditions because you're working with the tools that you have. You're working with the resources that you have. You're, you're working with the cards that you've been dealt. There's no reason for you to tuck your tail when you have options to recreate your narrative. But instead, people tend to just, uh, during this time, they tend to uh, rub old wounds, right? Old stuff comes back up. You know, why did I mess it up with, with this particular girl if, if, you know, we could have been celebrating this together? That does, that does nobody any good. And you're in control of that, you know? Why didn't I, uh, you know, make peace with my family? Now they're over there and I'm here by myself. That does nobody any good. Because all that does is beat you up for something that's probably out of your control, to be honest. Um, or or even, even if it wasn't out of your control, even if you were an instigator of such actions, there's still different variables that played a part to get you to do what you did to put you in that situation. So you can't you can't be 100% hard on yourself for that. You just can't do that cuz cuz I guarantee you that that's not what happened. Now, the thing here is to react with the moment that you have and to do something about it at that moment. Not using the past, not using the future, but using the now, where you're at now and rewriting your narrative. And recreating new traditions. And connecting with people that, that, that still have a connection with you. Or connecting with people that are going uh, through the same situation as you uh, online. Whether you know them or not. You know, you get to know them because of the situation. Which is the, the awesome part about all this. So these are the things that people need to do for the holiday blues. Right? So right now I'm gonna change it up a little bit. Let's just let's just talk about if it's not really depression, it's just it's just that bad, just that yucky, I don't like this time of year, right? Well, again, that's more situational. And it's all about establishing new traditions. Well, if you don't like that time of year, you know, fuck it. Life wants to fuck with you, be a rebel. Fight back. Say, you know what? Fuck you. Uh, November and December and a little bit of January. I'm going to make you my bitch. Because I'm going to start shit I like during that time. And that's just the way it's going to be. So here's where I'm going to start doing from now on. You know? Um, from now on, because it gets dark early. Guess what? I'm going to go to bed earlier and I'm going to get more sleep. Or guess what? It's going to give me time to watch a movie at night. 
because that's when I like to watch movies. Uh, or it's going to give me time to make our dinner with our family longer so that way we could all bond together. I mean, you know, there's there's all kinds of things, you know. We we'll go I go with my with my girlfriend to to a nice dinner at a restaurant and catch the night breeze. I mean, so many cool things. I don't know if it's snowing in your part of the news, I don't want to tell you because I live in LA, there's snow here, so um <laughs> it's very important that you challenge your thoughts. It's very important that you acknowledge the triggers. And at this point, the trigger could be the season, right? Uh, the, the, the holiday season is the trigger. What well, challenge that trigger? Because you've are, you're, you're already aware of the trigger. You, have, you, you, you know where it's coming from. You know that at this time of year, you, you don't particularly feel good or well. Even though it's not quite depression, it's just that, 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 that yucky feeling, you know? And, and again, when, when we feel like that, we're going to have the voices in our heads trying to put us back well, then we also have control of ourselves, you know, and, and focus on what's good about it. You know, focus on the fact that, you know, you might have an, a, 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 your, everything's going good at work. Your family's healthy. You, you know, uh, you've developed a new friendship with somebody. Maybe you have a new relationship with somebody, you know. Focus on the fact that you get to eat dinner at night. That's, you know, that, that's something that, you know, we take for granted. Focus on the fact that you get to kick up your feet. You know, focus on the fact that you get to get a, take a, a nice little bath with Epsom salt. You know, all these things, even though they might sound for the people that are not in that mind, in the right mindset, they might sound a little, they might be a little cynical towards some of these uh, uh, positive things, but they work because pretty soon you start convincing yourself that this is positive and that it is a good thing that I get to do all these things. Because trust me, the day's gonna come where you can do all these things. And it's going to suck, and you're going to realize how good we, we had it. And COVID made us learn that lesson, right? Um, so I think challenging our thoughts is critical in, in during this uh, holiday blues season, um, you know? Another thing, if you're, if you're lonely during the holiday season or if you're annoyed by the holiday season, is social media. Now... I'm going to do an entire episode on how negative social media can be um, and how worried I am for the future generation. And and, and my friends know this because I'm always talking about it, but I've been around the research, um, you know, from my study. So I understand where where the where the where we're going with it. And it, it worries me because there's a generation coming that has no perspective of a life before social media where. We put so much stock on likes and follows, and really they're very superficial things to put stock on. But anyway, that's a subject for another time. Uh, I'm digressing. Um, but you wanna, I would say you wanna stay away from social media. But I know for some of you, myself included, that's sometimes not possible. What you need to do is form a perspective of social media. Then, if that's not gonna happen, I mean, best case scenario, you're not in social media for two months. Because social media, like any, like all of social media, it only it it all it does is humble brags over and over and over again. It never it, social media never shows a well-rounded individual with their entire emotional output. It just never does that. It, all it does is show the highlights and how even a little hyperbole from a lot of people. I mean, I dare say, you know, there's a lot of people that 
not only brag, but they're also bragging about things that are not as great even in their own lives. Um, and of course, they're never going to talk about the downtimes, right? We know that already. So you're getting this unbalanced diet of holiday cheer that 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 because from your perspective you do you do see yourself as a well-rounded individual with positive emotions and negative emotions and you take all this bombardment of this fake you know holiday cheer um it's gonna affect you and it's not fair to you because it's not even a fair fight because those people are not are not they're not showing their well-rounded individual personalities. They're showing their highlights, and you're over here judging that against your own everything, your your lowlights, your highlights, and everything in between. So it's 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 a fight that's unwinnable in a lot of ways. So that's gonna have an effect on you, you know, if you if you're already suffering through through the holiday blues. So if you can't stay off social media, I'm not even asking you to, because I know most people can't. Just it is what it is, right? then at least have the perspective and not only have the perspective, believe the perspective. Because there's a, there's a difference between trying to understand that, yes, a lot of the social media posts are bullshit. A lot of that stuff is not a reflection of who they are. And we, I want to believe that. But guess what? We still don't believe that. Because we get bombarded by it by so, so much. And I talked earlier about the systemic nature of our communities and how all of a sudden what we see on social media becomes an expectation for us. So when we're dealing with the holiday season, you know, it magnifies times 10. So you don't want to do that. You kind of want to just um, build an understanding and truly believe the understanding that social media and the holiday season are going to be pretty much the villains. And they're going to they're gonna try to manipulate you into feeling bad about yourself because they're not showing you the entire picture, but they're... But they're they're, you're judging yourself on your entire picture because you know your life. So don't allow that to happen. Perfect world, don't be on social media. <laughs> but I know that's not going to happen. So please just build a perspective that you believe in and don't allow social media to really have that kind of impact on you because it's, it's literally a fantasy when you get down to it. So you're literally comparing yourself to a fantasy, which, are good, which again, because of the nature of that fantasy, you're never going to win. So why put any stock in it? And I, and I know it sounds simple when we talk about it like this. And I know it's not simple to put it into practice. I completely understand. Right? Because uh, we're so influenced by it. But just try to, again, going back to what I said earlier, challenge those thoughts whenever they're coming in. When those negative thoughts are creeping up. You got to understand, you got to start to challenge them. You got to say, you know what, that's not reality. My, my life is reality. Whatever I see on there is not reality. It's people putting their highlights and hiding whatever they're going through. So I'm not, I'm not going to fall for that and move forward. It's, it's also very important to have a sense of humor about all this. It goes back to what I said a couple episodes ago about my philosophy on life and how absurd life could be. So there's a comical element that I I have about life. And trust me, I've had some dark moments in my life. I mean, and, and I try my best to um, not be cynical about them, but also express some sort of comedic element to it. Because life, when you think about it, it doesn't fucking make sense half the time. Right. And 
and we've tried to put so much sense into stuff that just doesn't make sense no matter how you slice it or dice it and to me well that's just funny to me and so i think going into this with with a little sense of humor helps goes a long way because it's like uh you know you could you could don't be embarrassed to ask for help. Don't be embarrassed to communicate with your friends. Like I said at the beginning of the show, there's people out there that love you and they will extend a hand to you if you communicate with them. You know, you could always tell somebody, well, if that other person canceled, <laughs> you know, there's a person here that's willing to take uh, that ticket to dinner. And it's like, it's so easy to say that. And, and, and People are very welcoming to that to that stuff, but but our ego gets in our own way because we feel so ashamed and embarrassed to actually ask for help that we just don't say anything and we just stay stuck in our homes and wallow in our own pain and that's the last thing you want to do. The last fucking thing you want to do is isolate during these times. If you if you learn anything from this particular episode is during the holiday season, if you feel lonely, do not isolate and now in the world of, of of social media where there's all kinds of groups there's no reason to isolate right and even if you don't want to be around some of the more superficial uh apps on social media like instagram or facebook or tiktok or whatever then there's also like more like streaming services where you could connect with other people you know where, where, where you could actually get to know other people so you, that you have that option as well but do not fucking isolate because isolating just makes everything more intense and that's not what you want out of this holiday season see the thing is that most people really tend to focus on how it should be how it could have been how that person has the perfect scenario and you don't and it's all learned it's all it's all this narrative that you tell yourself over and over and over again and it's going to put you in a state of toxic shame. You need to understand that you actually have a blank slate when you're in these situations. You actually have the power of choice to react to that situation you have right now. Think about think about when, when, when you're in a bad mood or in a depressed mood. You're thinking about how it should have been. Look at where those thoughts are. They're not, they're, they're, they're not reality. They're, li- they're in your head. And you're creating that world of how it should have been, which is having a negative impact on you. Now look at what you do have. You have the power of choice. You have the power to say, yeah, it could have been that way. But I made a mistake. And I learned my lesson from that mistake. Because the beautiful thing about the beautiful things about mistakes is that they all come with lessons, right? That's that's one of the best things about mistakes, if you ask me. So I have the power of choice right now. And right now, I choose to reach out to a friend. Maybe they'll have me over for dinner so I don't have to be alone. I choose to start an activity. I choose to create new traditions for myself because I have that choice and absolutely nothing is going to take it away from me. Right? Um, I could reach out to family members that I've been too egotistic to reach out to. Right? At the very least, start a conversation with them and see where that goes. So all these things are choices that you have, but we tend to follow the narrative in our head that doesn't even exist. The could have, would have, should have. That is literally, you can't even touch that because it's not reality. 
What is reality is the choice that you have to make at that moment. That's reality. So, again, being conscious and mindful of our own power is key to allowing us to um, not be so down on ourselves during the holiday season. Um, so there's that's another option. Don't allow what we call cognitive distortions to take over. For example, and I talked about this, I think, two episodes ago during the anxiety episode. You know, we, when we tend to catastrophize a lot or take or take everything personal or deal with our with our nothing. No, another thing. And, and this is a little more difficult because you have to be in a certain state of mind to be able to do this. And, you know, really... If you're if you're feeling lonely or depressed or just angry, it's gonna be very difficult to do this. But I think with practice, um, I think it's possible. I mean, you know, I think having this altruistic spirit during the holiday season helps. I know it helps me. Um, but again, I, I'm not saying it's easy, and it's something that that takes work. I mean, I just think about not just my situation because again. We could create our own celebrations. We could define our own holidays during that time, and that helps. And I think that's a, that's a great way to get us out of the holiday blues. But also feeding on the positivity and the joy and the excitement of like the Christmas night or or, or Christmas Eve, and understanding that there's families. Um, that 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 are in a good place and trying to feed off that and just say you know what i'm very happy for their situation because the fact that there's they're 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 happy means that there's good in the world and i'm happy for that and and again it's it's very difficult to get to that point for a lot of people and i understand i completely understand but i'm just putting it out there as an option because i know that it works for me you know, I think about all the families that are together during the holiday season and how happy they are. And it makes me happy because it's not often that we have that, right? We're, we're always in, in a state of survival, in a state of chaos that for a couple of days out of the year, there's unity for a lot of these families. And I try to think about that and, and I try to really express gratitude for that even though i myself might not have that but that's okay because i'm gonna make my own celebration you know and so i'm gonna be happy with them spiritually and so i think just thinking about all the joy around the world you know and trying to put yourself in that mindset you know um because we have an option we have an option. We could either be negative or we could be positive. And sometimes it comes down to just that bottom line. And even though there's a lot of suffering in the world, you know, there's also a lot of joy in the world, too. And there's a lot of kids that are going to get what they want. And there's a lot of memories that are going to be built based on that holiday season in a positive way. And so trying to put your mindset to that, I think, goes a long way. And I know it takes work, and even for somebody that that's kind of like empathetic to the world, it could be difficult because you tend to focus on everybody that's suffering, and there is a lot of people that are suffering, especially this year with COVID. And but 
it's a good practice to try to spiritually connect in an altruistic way with the rest of the world and, and share in their joy, even though you yourself are alone. Now, again, that's, you know, I, I don't blame... I don't blame you one bit if you don't see that perspective because it's a perspective that takes a long time. I'm just putting it out there. That's it. You know. Um, now, if none of these things work, then you could always start by normalizing the stress and normalizing the anxiety and the depression that comes with it. You could always start by acknowledging the fact that it's going to be a rough. Every holiday season is rough, including this one. And, you know, you're going to mentally prepare yourself to deal with it. And the acknowledgement and the normalizing of that takes away the shock of it all. And it also puts it in perspective that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. That these two months or these few weeks in December or a couple days in December, whatever the case may be, um, are tough. And they hurt. But I've gotten through them before. I've gotten through them over the last... 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years, whatever the case may be, well, I'm going to do it again this year. And you know what? It's not going to be a surprise anymore. These are, these, even if, even if the emotions are negative, these are, these are emotions that I, that I recognize. And I'm going to do my best to combat them. Like I say, stay active and all the other interventions that I went through earlier. But even if that doesn't work, I'm not going to empower them any more than they already have power over me so i'm gonna write them out and i know exactly what they are they've been my arch enemy for years they could hang out if they want they'll be gone in january so it's all good and i'll see you in january simple as that and so if all else fails and you can't get rid of the negative emotions for the holiday season then acknowledge them accept them and Walk with them. You don't have to hold their hand because that's when they eat you up when you hold their hand. They could walk by your side. They could be there. And you walk in with them. Okay, well, then I'll see. Once January comes, I'll see you. I'll see you next year. Take care. Don't forget to shower, you know. And the acknowledgement of negative feelings and the normalizing of negative feelings, even if you've done all the interventions, still helps us with that shock value. And that traumatic element that comes with unwanted feelings. So that's pretty much it. Um, now, before we get going, I, I do want to cover some topics for the people that are not so much depressed, but just find the season annoying. And I had talked about it earlier on, but I kind of digress into going back to the feeling of loneliness because I know a lot of people go through that. So right now, let's swing back around and finish it off with the people that just find the Christmas season or the holiday season just annoying as fuck because you have to waste money, you have to be around people you don't really like, and it's all bullshit. And to a certain extent, I agree with you. I think it goes it's the same it's the same theory, just, you know, brace yourself, normalize the situation, and in both instances, this is very important here, both for the seasonal depression, the loneliness, and the annoyance of the holiday season, I think it's very important that we realize that we're not alone. I think it's very important that feeling 
how we feel negatively during this time of year is something that a lot of people go through. And there's no reason to feel shame for that. There's no reason to feel guilty for that. There's no reason to feel that you're not living up to expectations for that because it's it's hard. It's a very stressful time and there's logistical reasons for that. So you got to give yourself a break when it comes to that. This is not you being a drama queen. This is not you um, uh, trying to be better than anybody else. This is this is legitimate reasons and the stressors are very visible during this time. Everything from family, everything from expectations, everything from finances, everything from pressure to, uh, you know, give the right gift or whatnot or, or, or be at the right place. I mean, all these things weigh on us. So understanding that this is, this is a part of the year that we have to kind of write out is helpful in, in being able to cope with it, coping with the stress. So that's that's first thing. And, and, and again, there's a lot of people more than you even know that are going through the same thing. And it's perfectly okay. There's nothing shameful about it. Because we're human beings. And we succumb to the expectations of others sometimes. And we have this tendency to be envious of others as well. Um, which is a, something that we have to fight. So it's, it's, it's not the end of the world or it's not something to be embarrassed about if you are feeling depressed during this time of year or if you are feeling stressed out or if you're feeling annoyed or if you're feeling angry because a lot of it is bullshit and consumerism hasn't helped any, right? Materialistic tendencies are, are prevalent everywhere during this time and it, 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 it's even more hurtful if that's not who you are as a person. So I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. It, it's it's it, and and I empathize with you, and I'm sorry if that's what you're going through. But I think bracing yourself mentally and strategizing, even if you can't overcome those emotions, even if you're sure as how you're gonna cancel the holiday because that's impossible. <laughs> so the best thing you could do is just analyze, strategize, and prepare for what's coming and understand the light at the end of the tunnel um, is always there for, for this seasonal annoyance. Um, and, you know, there's little things we could do. You know, if you want to alleviate some of the stress, maybe you could start budgeting early to try to get everybody some good gifts. If that's the kind of stress that you feel that you have, year in and year out, maybe you could set up a budget even going as far back as January to get you ready for December and that way you don't have that kind of stress, right? You know, um, even like with family, if there's family members you don't like to see, well, then you could plan out strategies to where you minimize contact with them or just understand that it's temporary and they'll be gone soon. Um, I think the best thing to do is not to disturb the the balance of the family during these, these gatherings, right? You don't want to be the guy that, or the, or the, or the gal that kind of puts everybody in a negative state of mind. Right. I mean, so I think, because that's only going to, that's only going to make you feel worse really in the long run. Um, and I know sometimes this, and uh, is, is not possible just because there's a lot of tension there. But again, you can't feel guilty about that either because there's a lot of variables. 
when it comes to family disagreements. It doesn't all fall on you 100%. So these are some of the things people could do to kind of get over the holidays. I, I, I just, you know, I know it's hard. I know I know people don't have jobs. I know people don't have families. I know there's been a lot of loss this year, as there is every year. But this year, because of COVID, you know, there's been tons of deaths, you know, um, and it, it just it's going to make it a hard one. It's going to it's going to make it difficult to process a lot of what's going on because it's all stacked on top of each other. And I just hope that people rely on their resilience and their strength to get them through this time. You know, and I hope that people understand that life is a roller coaster. It's not a straight line and it's not all downhill. It's a roller coaster and there's going to be ups again. And we're going to appreciate those ups even more. Um, but until then, I just hope that the strengths of the individual are better than the, than whatever they're trying to fight in their own head. So with that said, I'm going to sign out because I'm losing my voice. And I want to thank all of you for listening once again we're on itunes if you want to subscribe if you subscribe on itunes you get the episodes right on your digital device every single week or whenever the hell i do these because i'm not going to do them weekly i'm doing them weekly right now but the plan was always to do them bi-weekly um just because i have a lot going on in my life but right now i have some downtime because one of my jobs told me to uh stay the fuck home because of this covid so i have some time but in general, right now I have two jobs. So, you know, I have my full-time job and then I have my my um, my hospital, my psychiatric hospital job that I do on the weekends. And sometimes on the weekdays, it's a mess really when you think about it. Um, and so during those times, I'm only going to be able to do two episodes a month, which is bi-weekly. But right now we're having, you know, we're, we're having these episodes come out every week and I'm happy with that. So if you have any feedback, again, Dead Boy Lost in LA is my Instagram. Pedro Nunez is my Facebook. Um, and that's pretty much where I'm at. Um, that's pretty much it, really. Uh, review us on iTunes. And until then, please be safe. And Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And yes, I still say Merry Christmas because I'm one of those guys. Um, none of this happy holiday shit. Um, take care of yourselves. Be nice to each other. Do something for someone they don't expect. Something positive. And we'll catch you down the road.